Welcome. Thank you for having me to your rooftop. Yes, welcome this to my rooftop. This is lovely. 4th of July weekend. Hollywood, 4th of July weekend, July yeah. 3rd. Yep. It's lovely. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you um, doing? I'm doing really well. I'm traveling next week, so... Where are you going? Philly. Are you from there or you have a job no, there? No, job there. Oh, nice. For dicks. Nice. Sporting goods. Are they like e-com and stuff? Yeah. Oh, that's really good. Um, but I wanted to get this done because we're going to release it on Thursday. Okay, great. So look forward to that. And this is great because you don't know what this is about. No, so it's like a surprise. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's called Model Behavior. Uh-huh. It's probably good to explain it to the audience. Yeah. And the idea is that like we met on set. Right. And a lot of conversations on set are about like how the fuck does this industry work? Mm-hmm. No one knows. No one went to school for it. We're all yeah. like figuring out agencies, figuring out right. auditions, and um, just kind of bringing those conversations to the podcast platform. So talking with other models, agents, photographers, casting directors, mm-hmm. just to like kind of get the story. But really, I just like talking to people. Okay. So Let's I find it. interesting people, sit down, talk. Here we are. Here we are. So that's that. Um, there's only one official question, and then it's a conversation. Okay. And this is really going to catch you off guard because you don't know what it <laughs> oh, <no>. is. <laughs> okay. So the question is, and I'll explain why, but the question is, what were you up to when you were seven years old? Oh, uh, I really don't remember. Well, what grade would I have been? I was like second, second grade, Second right? grade. Second grade, I was, you know, going to school every day. <laughs> um... <laughs> Most days. <laughs> Most days, going to school, and then I was really close with my family growing up. Where so, are where are we in the world? In San Diego. Okay. Um, North San Diego, like Fallbrook is my hometown. Temecula-ish. So, kind of by there, but a little okay. bit south. So yeah, I would go go to school, you know, and. Um, <laughs> I was a kid. Oh. Yeah, I was a kid, do kid things, and then I remember going for walks with my family like every single night. That's nice. So it was the four of us: my parents, my sister. And then me, and we would just do walks every night, have dinner, and that was kind of like the everyday thing. So, That's really lovely. Yeah. That's perfect. So the idea behind that question is there's this old quote. It's, give me the boy at seven and I'll show you the man. Mm-hmm. So it's like if you take someone at seven, they're kind of already who they're going to become. And I like tracking. Yeah, I guess much not, not much has changed. So I like tracking, you know, from seven to now and then kind of projecting out into the future. Okay. Um, and it's great because you're a runway model. <laughs> so you're a perfect answer. <laughs> That's true. And I still go for walks every night. So yeah, not much has changed. You're an evening walker. Yeah. I'm a morning walker. I do both. I, it depends what time I wake up, if I'm going to the gym in the morning or yeah. the weather. Yeah. But yeah, I like evenings because the sunset is pretty. But it's interesting that you do runway yeah because there's not a ton of runway in la i know no. la models has a runway division they did but they shut down last year during because COVID. of covid and they didn't mm-hmm. open it back up no no but it seemed like runway's always in my mind been like new york fashion yeah. week or like europe paris mm-hmm. you know milan that kind of stuff i don't know a ton of runway models in la but you're killing it you're just taking yeah. walks it, i mean runway in la is completely different from like new york and milan and stuff like that yeah. it's not high fashion it's more commercially yeah so i'll do big runway shows for like nordstrom neiman marcus um and it's more like runway shows in their stores right and way more commercially like they like you smiling on the runway they like you moving your hips and walking and like like being like flirty with the customers and stuff like that it's yeah. not like this serious like bitchy model new york no that like very severe like no. i feel like you have to learn how to do that walk that yeah that super any kind of walk you have to learn yeah I'm it's like prepared. running for a fitness shoot like there's a certain yeah. way to run yeah um because we met on a set for this like corporate client and we had to walk 
just like as a business <laughs> <did> couple. <laughs> and then they were like, Michael, get the fuck out of there. Yeah. You were Bianca. And uh, so the joke was that you're a professional walker. Yeah. And I couldn't keep up. I mean, you would think walking is easy, but it's really not. Like when, when you're being hired to do so, then yeah. you overthink it. And like, you got to think, oh, wait, how am I swinging my hands? Are my feet walking correctly? And Well, yeah. also when you're on camera... If you try to if, like think if you're like walking somewhere and you see someone you know and you try to avoid them, it becomes so obvious that you're yeah. trying not to look a certain exactly. direction. So it's very hard to like naturally move your eyes, like sweep past camera, yeah. like not fixate on That's it. That's so hard. That's really hard. Mm-hmm. That's a skill in itself. I just learned how to do that. I was taking a commercial class for um, acting, like acting class. Oh yeah, the AHC. Class. Yes, that yeah. one. And they were teaching us how to drive. But yep. like fake driving. Yeah, it's that like less. Yeah, hard. don't move your hands back and forth. Because also, like when you're like doing a turn or whatever, your eye line has to follow like where mm-hmm. your hands are going. Yeah. You wouldn't think it's so hard, but it's super challenging. Well, also like you're checking an invisible rearview mirror. Exactly. So your eyes are focusing on something that's not there, yeah. like two feet in front of your face. Yeah. But it's kind of fun. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's it's the whole thing is like with the commercial world and the modeling world, like we're doing these things that are supposed to look natural, but. Mm-hmm. It's not. Not natural. It's not at all. what it is in real life. No. Because if you're in the car, you got your hand like one hand up. They're always ten yeah. and two. Yeah, ten and two. Sit up straight. Like, yeah. Look at the mirrors. Yeah. But you mentioned when we were on set the other the other week that runway's your favorite. It is. Why? Uh, I like the rush. It's no Photoshop. You know what I mean? Like you're just kind of there yeah. in the moment, yeah. and if you fuck up, you fuck up. Have you ever fallen down? Definitely have. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I oh god I've fallen I have fallen down twice on the runway. First one was not my fault. I was okay, only sure. like probably it was one of my first shows. I started when I was sixteen, so yeah, this probably happened when I was sixteen or seventeen, and it was an outside show, and these idiots decided to paint the runway a couple hours before we went on, and it was at nighttime, yeah. so we didn't have time to dry. So it was wet so paint. So wet paint, and the first girl goes out and walks, and she just ate it like she flew up. <laughs> In, in the oh, air, like, out of a cartoon. like slipped. Yeah. And then I was I was the second one to go, so we didn't know what was happening. I was like, oh, fuck. And then I walked, same thing. Like, I went flying, skid on the floor. I got white paint yeah, you're all on my paint. things. After that, they shut down the show, and then they put carpet, because they were like, oh, well, it's wet paint. Yeah. So that was the first time I fell. And then the second time, I was doing a big show for Nordstrom in Portland, Oregon. And... I was like opening the runway show too. And like when you open the show, it's kind of like a big deal. Yeah. But I didn't fall when I, the first one out. Out of the gate. Yeah. And there were like, it was like you walk out and then there's, you walk a couple feet and there's a step in the runway and then there's the runway. And I walked out, did the step and my knee like just gave out for some reason. And I just went all the way down on like all fours. And then, scratch myself up and then it's like what do you do yeah then? how do you like, own do it you finish walking and yeah i got up and i just like started laughing because i was super embarrassed and i just started clapping and everyone just started clapping and cheering it's and, a good pivot, and then you yeah. just gotta like finish the walk because you can't like run off yeah we're right? gonna do cry like kind of <laughs> <laughs> i mean i wish i could but no i Maybe didn't backstage yeah yeah but it was fun. but i get that like pressure of like it's live you know yeah there's basically like you're in like action's been called on a exactly. commercial like you there's no room for error yeah it's different for yeah like for a commercial or for like a print job print jobs you could photoshop things and blah 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 mistakes, reset, reset. Like, yeah. same with commercials shoot as many takes as you need to get the shot but for runway yeah. it's just one yeah. and done like kind of real life it's fun though so you started at 16 yeah how did that come about 
Um, I always kind of wanted to model because I was always like a foot taller than everybody growing yeah. up. You're five ten. Yeah, five ten and a half. And everyone would always be like, "Oh, you should model," blah blah blah. And I was like, "Ah, oh, yeah, I think I actually want to." And um, I just kind of like my sister actually took photos of me. My sister's a photographer. She took photos of me because you got to bring your photos into the agencies when you first meet. Yep. And I set up. Uh, I think it was. LA Models, they had open calls yeah. back in the day. Yep. I don't know if they're still doing those, that. Yeah. And so LA Models had an open call. I went there and they turned me down. And I was only 16 and I was like, oh, yeah, shit. it's over. I'm like, done. Like heartbroken, like your first rejection, you know? And I was like, oh, yeah. man, like it's not going to work. And then I went to Ford and they loved me. They offered me like a contract on the spot. So I signed with Ford when yeah. I was 16. Well, and that's the thing about those like open calls or like if you get submitted to an agency or they reach out to you. If they turn you down, it doesn't mean you're not like beautiful enough to be no, a model. Yeah. Could, they could have just signed someone who looks just like you the day yeah. before. And they're like, oh, we already got Bianca. Like, yeah. we don't need you anymore. So I think people, they, there's this idea that like if, if an agency is not interested in you, that means like you're not, you don't have what it takes. Or also I realized like if you just happen to deal with one bad person on that day, yeah. like say like the main booker is out or they're on a meeting or something and you deal with like an assistant yeah. and they say no. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's just like kind of like a luck type of thing, too. Yeah, I mean, I because I was curious about modeling and like I got into it through some connections, but I had tried to submit and go. To, I went to some of those open casting calls uh -huh. for like Wilhelmina, Ford, and I think LA Models had them. Yeah. And they turned me down because I had no portfolio. Exactly. And like the, yeah. this was in 2011. Uh -huh. So like if you think back then, like you didn't have good photos of no. yourself because it was Facebook albums. Yeah. And like family photos, yeah. So I like made up a fake comp card, and to bring it because they say bring in some. I didn't know what a digital was, mm -hmm. and what I brought in was like me in a wetsuit, like just like they were like <laughs> yeah. just bad photos, and they were like, yeah. you know, I was I was already in my twenties, so they're not like developing me as a young. You How know, old were you? I was probably twenty four when I was submitting. I was twenty five when I started. Uh. So it's later, yeah. And they're not like scouting some teen to be like right. okay we're gonna teach you like, mm -hmm. you're gonna show you the mm -hmm. ropes of this industry and they're just like we don't know what to do with you like yeah like ford was like we like you like would you i had really long hair at the time like would you cut your hair we'll talk and then just like you know whatever yeah but yeah it's interesting that that um people go into those ca casting calls my sister got scouted for wilhelmina mm -hmm. and she went in and they were like oh we're good but oh really yeah Weird. She, I, she wasn't really into it. Uh -huh. um, she was just like, she was still in college and was just like, eh, whatever. Yeah. She got scouted in her dining hall. Oh, wow. And like, I was like, well, I didn't, they didn't want me. So <laughs> good for you, Steph. Damn. Um, yeah, I've heard crazy stories like that. Like, I remember this girl, she went with her boyfriend to a commercial audition. Just yep. like she was just going with him. It was a JCPenney commercial. And she ended up booking it and making like 50 Gs off of yeah. it. And I was like, I hear that story so many times. Yeah. It's just crazy. So you, you've you been in the industry for a while. Oh, yeah. I don't want to like Four, age 14 you. 14 years. Okay, I'm 30. So, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um, but so my, we were talking on set, like I had an ex-girlfriend who, she's from Louisiana, came out here to visit a boyfriend, same kind of situation, went into a commercial casting. Oh, yeah. You told and me they that were story like, too. Yeah. They were yeah. like, who are, like she had, this was like 2008 or nine. She had like short hair, which wasn't a thing. Uh -huh. um, and they were like, you're, you're hired. It was some like yeah. Verizon spot. Yeah, she made 40 G's yeah. signed with a commercial agency and like could not like, couldn't fight off the work. Mm -hmm. She was just like the it girl. And this was in the time when like she was turning down jobs that were less than 40 or $30,000. Wow. And so that's part of the reason I want to talk to you because a yeah. lot of models, 
you know, they're a few years in, a couple of years in, they're yeah. young, they're in their early 20s. I'm 35, you're 30. I've been doing this for eight years mm-hmm. and, or maybe nine, whatever. Um, but there's been a lot of change in that amount of time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's so, like, definitely not what I used to be. One thing is the money. Like uh-huh. the big national commercials are really few and far between. Like you yeah. can't bank on getting that car commercial. Yeah. I've gotten one. It's great. But like, yeah, you yeah. can't count. It's more day in, day out, like mm-hmm. day rates. And even those have gone down. Big time. So what are your thoughts? on? That? Well, we could thank Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> and all the Instagram models that have definitely lowered our rates. Yeah. Um, I noticed it. I think it, when did it start happening? I mean, probably like six or seven years ago, I think yeah, the like rates had gone down. Yeah, like 2016. When Instagram, like influencers were like a thing. Yeah. You know, early Instagram was just like pictures of your dinner. Yeah. And then it was like, oh, <laughs> yeah. people are making money. Yeah. <laughs> I remember <laughs> specifically when I was like, oh shit, okay, this is getting a lot different. I would do Miami Swim Week all the time. Yeah. And I mean, those shows, they never really paid a lot. But if you booked a couple a night, you know, you can make yeah. like a grand a day or whatever. Yeah, that's good. And um, so I would always do these shows and I would do really, really well. And then I did one year, they started asking for your Instagram follower account, yeah. like at the castings. Yeah. And these are already like major casting calls where you wait two hours and there's 300 other girls there for the same job. And you're like, I might as well leave. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know what, what I mean? What are the odds? Yeah. I mean... I actually was booked a lot, so yeah. I had, I was good. But but you're a pro, so you know. Yeah, what you're I know doing. what I'm yeah. doing, and like swim week, I love the challenge of swim week because it's like you have to prepare two to three months out, yeah. work out like a maniac, like be on a strict diet. You put in the work so you could book the jobs, yeah. right? And so these Instagram girls started coming, and the clients obviously it makes sense for a business though. Like you you get more exposure if you're going to book sure. a girl it's with audience. Yeah. followers, you yep. know. And so they started asking for followers. They wouldn't take girls with like less than like 100K followers. And then you look at the runway shows and it's like these girls are not models. Like I'm not trying to sound bitchy. No, they're Instagram models. It's a different category. For a runway model such as myself, when you put in the hard work, you know, and it's, you know, it's not easy to be in freaking insane shape for these shows. Then you see these girls are like five, six, maybe Uh flabby. Like just like not not (laughs) like... They don't put in the word. They're not swim models. And then so I'm just like, damn, like these are the Instagram girls that they prefer to book, which is fine. But it's just definitely changing the industry. And these girls would take less rates as well. Yeah. Just for like the clout kind of a thing. Just to be in these shows. To be associated with that brand. mm -hmm, Because mm -hmm. they're getting their money from some sponsorship. Yeah. Yeah. So it doesn't really matter. So their rates started going down. And I think... So, you know, there was pre-Instagram when everyone was making bank and there was like this, you know, kind of top tier of models who like worked all the time. Yeah. And then there was the Instagram boom, like what you're talking about. And they were like, oh, we want followers. We want to leverage your following. But I think now Instagram is so saturated. Everyone Uh has 50,000 followers or 10,000 followers or a million. Like it doesn't matter anymore. I think they've stopped looking at your follower accounts. A, because a lot of them are fake and they don't have the mm-hmm. real engagement. And, True. But B, if they ask for my Instagram handle, I think they're more looking at my portfolio. Exactly. Like, what? what's my vibe? Oh, he rides a bike. Oh, he can play yeah. tennis. He, yeah. Oh, he's kind of outdoorsy. Oh, I see him as rugged. I see him in a suit. And that's what I try to do my, curate my feed as. That's true. But, you know, I was talking to Nikki, as photographer, on the last episode. And she's like, I've worked with a lot of, there was a time when I worked with a lot of influencers that get booked on shoots, uh-huh. on print jobs. And they don't deliver. It's no, like they, they're not they're runway not models. models. They're not print models. Yeah. They're used to B 
being in charge of their phone or having exactly. their Instagram boyfriend take a thousand shots right. to get that perfect angle, right. face tuning it, photoshopping it. Exactly. And they can't do that. You see these girls in real life, they look nothing like their photos. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And you can't do that on a real shoot. The client's going to take it how they want. Yeah. I was, I was sitting back when we were doing in person castings. I was at one of the ones where they give you the whiteboard with your name yeah. and like the your name, your height, your agency, and your Instagram handle. And I was sitting next to these two girls that were having like just this very, it's the kind of conversation that gives models a bad name, mm. which is part of the reason why like this podcast is like, we're not all dumb, yeah. vapid idiots. Yeah. Um, and I was just like, oh my God, like when can I go in? And I looked down at this girl's Instagram handle and I was like, oh, I know that name. What is and, it? No, I'm not going to say. <laughs> you can tell uh, me after. No, yeah. <laughs> but she, she was one of the original like million follower Instagram model girls. Uh-huh. And I like looked at her face and I was like, wait, that's, that's that girl. Yeah. And I was like, huh. Like I wouldn't have, I didn't walk into the room and I was like, holy shit, that girl's gorgeous. I was just like, that's a model, like whatever. Um, And that that experience is pretty common where it's like, yeah. "Mm." You know? Yeah, you see them in real life yeah. and you're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but like like I said, it's it's a different category. Yeah. I think So I think it's bifurcating, to use a big word, into like there's the Instagram models that do their thing and yeah. they influence and they get sponsorship. And then there's like print models like yeah. us and runway models who like know their skill set. And I mean, know. don't get me wrong, though. Influencers are kind of smart as hell for making money off Instagram because yeah. that shit's not easy and that takes a lot of work. And they're so, in control. Yeah, they're, they're in there's control. There's no casting. Yeah, it is different. So, I mean, props to them you know, like for doing their thing. But yeah, it's just completely different. Than and I think it, it definitely flooded our market with yeah. people who are quote unquote models. Mm-hmm. So, the you know, there's a ton of work, you know, with all like streaming and all the different types of right. ads. Like there's a lot of work around, but there's so many models that even if you have been here for 14 years and mm-hmm. know what you're doing, like... There's a lot of people who look like you. Yeah. But they're going to take a chance on them. Oh, shit. We should have gone with Bianca. But like too late. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I was listening. Do you know the the band or the girl Grimes? Mm -hmm. So I was listening to a podcast with her and she was talking about how like pre Spotify, there were 20,000 bands that were making like a living Mm -hmm. as musicians. Mm -hmm. After Spotify, there's a million bands that are making a smaller living, but like, Mm -hmm. you know supporting themselves as musicians yeah so i think the modeling industry is kind of going that way too where there's like way more models who are carving out a living yeah but it's not as you know unless you're you know a victoria's secret angel or a a sports illustrated swimsuit model like you're not making millions of dollars a year and la is an expensive town oh yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) nowadays yeah yeah you gotta be working like all the time and there is, you know, I think it's more of a of a pressure on female models, but like the idea of aging out. Yeah. Um, you know, you're 30. You're probably like. That, yeah, it was definitely like a worry of mine in my like late 20s. I was like, oh, I feel like I went through a phase where I wasn't working as much when I was like 26 to 29. That's also the not, Instagram days, though. You know, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Um, but also, I, I think. It's like I was going through like a aging transition. Like you're not like the young, like hot teen girl anymore. And yeah. you're not old enough to be the mom yet. Yeah. So I was de- work definitely slowed down. But now I'm 30. And I was like, you can be modeling till you're 40 if you want to. Because now the roles just change. Because yeah. now I'm 30, but I could still 
play like a 25 year old but i could still play a like young hot mom role yeah so to me i feel like i'm working more than ever that's where like because i've had a baby face forever and like i was started booking young dad stuff at like 30 uh-huh. but i felt like i looked 24 i'm like how do i have an eight-year-old kid like yeah. this and i wasn't comfortable yeah until i realized like this is fantasy like mm-hmm. You look younger than a real dad because it's a it's an ad for like exactly. it's selling something that's not real. Yeah. So then and then I also got a girlfriend who had kids and I was like, oh, I can totally be a dad. Like mm-hmm. it just like I kind of like leaned into it. Yeah. But if I shave and I like cut my hair short, like I look like the young athletic guy. Mm-hmm. So I'm in that sweet spot yeah. too. Yeah. And Marta, who is my friend, who's at Daniel Hoff agency, who you just signed with, mm-hmm. which is fantastic. Yeah, she's like, oh, you you're going to, gonna... yeah, of course. <laughs> um, she's, she's like, you're going to really start working when you get gray hair. Like, because A, the competition's less tense. Yeah. And B, like, if you know what you're doing at that age category, like, you're just kind of unstoppable. Yeah. yeah. So it seems like you're pushing more towards, you just signed with Daniel Hoff. Yes. Good for you. Thank you. Um, so like, you want to lean into that mom commercial. Yeah. And also that work is way more fun and easier you know what i mean like you don't your body i mean i'm always in shape but your body doesn't have to be a size like zero or two no they prefer you to be a size four healthy they want you smiling in a lot of the shots and you just kind of like it's more lifestyle-y stuff which i think is a lot more fun yeah i'm good at the smiley stuff yeah um but i mean like yeah and especially in commercials and a lot of print stuff too like size four like and up like if you're Mm -hmm. curvy Mm -hmm. you know nikki on the last podcast i was talking to her afterwards and she said that like her curvier friends like cannot stop working yeah and their day rates like three to six k like damn yeah Yeah, see that's where the industry is changing too like with sizing which i think is great like body positivity and stuff like that yeah i'm a size like always been like a solid size four always but I remember doing runway, that's always been challenging for me because they want you more of like a size two. And I would always have bookers like, oh, you need to lose weight, blah, blah, yeah. blah. But you're five um, to ten. I don't know how sizing for girls works, but you just have a lot to be really of the skinny. other girls, the runway girls are just freaking skinny. A yeah. lot of them are just naturally thin. Yeah. And they don't even work out. It's just their body type. My body type, I have to work out and eat super healthy to Same. stay in shape. I've never been like a blessed one. Me neither. Which is good for me because I never, like, I could never relax yeah and let it catch up to me you know yeah yeah true you Um, gotta be on your toes and that's a big question i get from like my friends who you know work regular jobs they're like what's like how do you prepare for a shoot and in my world of like you know the auditions the night before Mm -hmm. the shoots the next week like i don't have time to do anything yeah but it sounds like in the swim world you know if you're preparing for a swim week Mm -hmm. you have those months yeah so like what does that look like um before swim week i would hire a personal trainer um and he would put me on just like this super strict diet yeah but now looking back at it i was like that was not healthy like no. like te- he was he had me on 1200 calories a day which is nothing yeah i would be eating like oats for breakfast like and a half a cup of oats half a cup of oats yeah and then five blueberries dead serious like I'm not <laughs> yeah, no, I know. and then for lunch tilapia asparagus and like either sweet potatoes or brown rice yeah two of those meals a day and that was it and then I would be training every day for like a couple hours. How My did... body looked insane, <laughs> yeah. but it's not like sustainable. Like you can't do that. No. Well, I mean, you can't 1200 calories a day for someone who's 5'10". Like yeah. you're going to starve eventually. Yeah, I, I was starving. And yeah. then swimming hits, you're freaking starving. Your body looks insane. And then I'll never forget after all the girls 
because we're all freaking starving. We went to some Brazilian barbecue. Uh, what's that one that's like <laughs> oh, Texas? Like Fogo de Chao. Yeah, Fogo de Chao. Yeah. And we went there and it's like a buffet and we freaking just stuffed our faces. But yeah, you're like a fighter after weigh-in. Yeah, like, dead serious. Like that's how it is. Yeah, my my other ex-girlfriend was a, a runway swim week model and yeah. she said she was so skinny that it hurt to walk. Oh God. Because she had like no padding on her feet. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, that's really skinny. It's like really skinny. I don't skinny. think I've ever been that thin, but yeah. And I mean, that's the other thing that's changed about the industry is like, you're tall, you're 5'10", mm -hmm. which is a great height. People think models are that tall, but like most of the lifestyle models I work with are like 5'6". Yeah, like, yeah. They're just, it's like all shapes and sizes. People people think models are just like 10 out of 10s. Mm -hmm. But if you, if you look at any ad in like your grocery coupon book or all like walking down the subway, like yeah. if there's a grandma in that ad, like that's a model. Exactly. You know, yeah. if there's a bait, that's a model. Like it's so crazy yeah. to think that, but it's true. There's a, yeah. Especially now, like they're moving so much away from like the unrealistic, unattainable. Yeah, you, They want it to be relatable now, yeah. which I think is a lot healthier. Yeah. And good, you know, but yeah, that's true. Do you think your height holds you back at all? No, no, never. Uh, I don't know, actually. I mean, I've always been super blessed and I've always worked a ton. Um, maybe for a few jobs, because I feel like sometimes they do want the guys to be taller, to be taller especially if the girl's going to be in heels. Yeah. So I think that maybe this happened a couple of times, but usually not. Yeah, because there's some short guys out there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're short guys. <laughs> but, you know. Yeah. And then, so you're... You're kind of in that sweet spot of ethnic ambiguity. Yeah. Like, I don't know what you Time could, to shine now. Yeah. You yeah. could be Latina. You could be Middle Eastern. Yeah. You could be just like Sicilian. Yeah. I don't know. We'll just let people anything. wonder. Anything yeah. and everything. It's good. It works. Um, and when I got into the industry eight, nine years ago, it was all about like hapas, like the like half Asian Hawaiian mm. look, especially in the fitness industry. Like, you could be that. Is that what they were casting you as? No, no? I'm white. Well, you kind of look like your eyes are kind of like, I always, you know. people ask me if I'm like a quarter Japanese. Yeah, I could see that. I get that a lot too. Which, people always think I'm Japanese. Yeah. And like, I've had agents be like, you know, don't lighten your hair, like stay dark. Cause I'm on the cusp, but like, I'm pretty white. I'm pretty mm -hmm. like all American looking. Yeah. You look but then my, if I have a wife or a girlfriend on set, they always look like you or mm -hmm. like half Asian, half Asian, mm -hmm. half black. You know, it's always mixing it up. Yeah. Did you feel when you started that your look was like, you wish you were blonde? No. Um, I haven't, but it, it, it's definitely the way modeling I feel since I've been doing it for so long. Some years you're hot. Other years you're not. Yeah. It's all cyclical, like, right? Some years you freaking working constantly booking every job and then others you're like oh shit like i might have to get another job yeah. you know what i mean oh, i know so <laughs> <Yeah>. so <laughs> this year i think i'm good um next white year. guys though right now are like i feel like you guys are like this year it's not as hot for i you feel guys. like it's been like that since i started though really which is nice because i never i didn't know what it was like before uh, so i'm not like oh those days like i've always yeah. had to like scrape it out and yeah. like have multiple agencies and multiple categories right. and yeah. territories yeah um so in a way it's like i never you know people who you know like my ex-girlfriend who like just blew up mm -hmm. and that's gonna go away and then yeah. you're gonna be like yeah i wish i saved all that money you know <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't that be great huh so it's good to just like and that's part of the inclusivity of it all is like there's room for everyone but it's it's spread out. The pie yeah. is like yeah. equal shares for all types. Mm -hmm. So like if you want to stick with it, know that, you know, even even if you're in fashion this year, 
you might go out of fashion next year exactly. and you'll be back where the other people were yeah yeah um, you, everyone's gonna have their time to shine you know? yeah that's true and accepting that is part of it yeah so but you keep doing it 14 years later yeah why it sucks this know. life sucks honestly time <laughs> time goes by so fast yeah and I do love it I do love like the highs and the lows like yeah. I don't love the lows but like it's exciting but you learn to know that they're gonna pass yeah yeah and you gotta keep yourself we had this conversation when we were working together like you gotta keep yourself busy and have other hobbies and stuff or else you're gonna go crazy yeah you know what I mean and yeah. like um but I love like just the excitement and the challenge of like booking new jobs and stuff like that makes yeah me I mean excited. I think the biggest thing for me about it is like you're so thankful for every day of work. Exactly. You earned it. Like yeah. you really earned every day of yeah. work. And yeah. like, you know that there are other people up against you. So like, it helps me have a good attitude. And I'm not just like, cause I did the nine to five thing and it was just like, all right, what can I get away with today? Like how little work can I do and still like <laughs> yeah. not get in trouble. Yeah. But on set, it's like the more above and beyond you go, the more that client might notice you and bring you yeah. back. Yeah. And like, that's kind of the idea behind the model behavior is like, yeah, to be a good model, you kind of have to be a good person. 100%. That's the one thing that I have learned. Like, it's not just about looks. No. Like, it's not. And it's about, like, connecting with the client and, like, being likable and being nice to everybody on set no yeah. matter what. Because, like, if you're fun to work with, they're going to want you back. Yeah. You know, especially if it's something like e-commerce oh, where you're yeah. shooting every single day. If you're a miserable person or like a bitchy model or a complaint or you're late or whatever, they're not going to want to hire you. The only way you can get away with that is if you're such a name that it's like, well. Which is sad because I have seen super hot girls being bitches just because they can because the clients will hire yeah. them again. But even that like up. gets old, I think. It does. It does. But I, I don't know if that plays anymore. I saw it. I saw. I see it still. Name some names. No, no. <laughs> we'll trade names. She back. wasn't even that big. She was just super hot and tall. It was for a runway type thing, and I'm I'm not gonna <laughs> go there. <laughs> no, it's fair. But like, I think the that's the exception to the rule. The rule is like, and I mean, you're pretty mellow for the most part. I can just I can tell. Uh, <laughs> no, just kidding, that's what you think. <laughs> but that's no, I am. so maybe I that's am. part of the secret. Is like I'm. Like, I have a very dark sense of humor. I can be very silly. But, like, when I roll onto set, I'm not letting that out out of the yeah. gate. Yeah. And I've seen some people work to someone recently who was just, like, so on from, like, the like breakfast. On. And I was like, mm -hmm. is this guy part of the crew? Like, does uh. he know? And I was like, part maybe it's part of it. And I was having a conversation with another model on the drive home. It's like, is it insecurity that I'm not able to be that outgoing, like, right in the morning? But, like. I always think it's safer to like feel out the room, feel uh -huh. out the mood of the team, mm -hmm. you know, because it's off putting to me when someone's just like, you could sense it when they're being fake like that. It's, right? Yeah. It's just like so much. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. the morning. People are quiet. They're drinking their coffee. Yeah. They're like getting ready. You know, maybe they're nervous. There's a lot going on. Mm -hmm. And so to be that overwhelmingly like, how is he acting? Just like he knew, like it was like he ran, he, I don't know. Like he, it's hard to explain. What shoot do I know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying anything. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, when you go on You know set, what I'm talking about, though. Yeah, right? yeah, I definitely know people like that. And, yeah, de like, think, like, when you're on a set, you work with all kinds of people. Yeah. Sometimes you click with the clients. Yeah. Other times you don't. Sometimes you click with the PA. Yeah. Like, the grip, yeah. the, 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 the photo tech who's mm -hmm. just on a laptop, mm -hmm. who, like, 
half the day usually just stares at you and like you never know his name but yeah. like sometimes yeah. the best conversations are like you know yeah. you're standing off to the side and you're like what's your deal man yeah. like you yeah. know and then you'll talk about like surf breaks or something uh-huh. exactly you know they're always really nice most yeah for the most part but yeah i try not to be too crazy but i mean definitely i'll try to start a conversation and if they're quiet i'll pick up on the vibe and be like oh, yeah. okay like you probably you're not a morning person or you don't want to talk or if they have their book out uh-huh. like it's like i've had so many situations where someone's like i'm reading my face is in a book and they're like what do you think about the new Samsung Galaxy? I'm like, <laughs> like, take a hint. And I'm like, I'm an iPhone guy. And then go back to my book and they're like, which which iPhone do you have? And oh, it's like, God. Yeah. Some sometimes just I take, need that. You can't take cues. You yeah. Know? But yeah, sometimes you just need to be by yourself. And that can be nervousness too. Yeah. There's a lot of times when maybe it's someone's first shoot and they're mm-hmm. just like, True. like a freaking puppy, like going yeah. nuts. And they're like, oh my God, crafty. Like, you're like, then it's like, yeah, man, come <laughs> on. Like, let me show you the ropes. Yeah, like, that's true. You know? Yeah. That's different than, I, it's just kind of that, like, too cool for school attitude that's like that puts me off i think yeah I feel it's you. hard to explain like a but cocky kind of it's a, cocky yeah. and it's just like i'm gonna take up as much space as possible in this room yeah you know that's a lot of people though i feel like in the industry they are naturally like that like they like to be the center of attention you know yeah. like class clown kind of people who. but i find more often it's shy people really i think it's people who are doing it because they're like working through shyness at least for me like it helped me get out of a really shy place i was really shy too yeah super shy how shy were you so i I talked i told this story on the last podcast too but like uh you know like first day of class in like high school or college the teacher will be like all right write your name on the next card say where you're from and like Mm -hmm. one fun thing about you Mm -hmm. i like couldn't read that card out loud like I, so, what I, would you say? So I like could, I, <laughs> I'd watch it go from person to person as it was like coming oh, that's towards just me. Anxiety building up, and like you know, my, next... my voice would crack. I'd be oh, sweating, no. shaking. Like it was just any sort of on the spot thing was uh-huh. just like I couldn't handle it. Yeah. And then you get into acting and you walk into those audition rooms and they're like, "What's your deal? Like go, yeah. go. Yeah. Like not only be interesting, but be interesting in a kind way that's mm-hmm. not over the top, but they're right. still charismatic. And like, it's like this really crazy line to toe, yeah. which is actually really helpful if you go to like a dinner party. It's the same idea. Exactly, like you yeah. don't want to be the guy who's like one-upping everyone's stories. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, what about, oh, I was in South Africa. Yeah. I did, you know, like, yeah, all right, yeah. guy. Like, yeah. <laughs> but like, you know, be interesting, but also listen and like, uh-huh. you know, give and take. And like, mm-hmm. that's striking that balance that's where it translates from this unnatural world we exist in on set yeah. to real life, I think. True. You know? True. So let's talk about Chunky Honeys. Oh, Chunky Honeys! <laughs> <laughs> let's! Because, so for your swim weekdays, I know you did, you know, this crazy diet that was unhealthy. Yeah. And how did you stay on it? Are you just one of those people who can like, this is my rule, like I, this is Stay my Stay for- on the diet? Yeah. Well, like I said, it's not sustainable. Like, yeah. So I, I, my whole modeling career, I have always struggled with my weight. Mm. I mean, but like, not in, like in the modeling industry, it's considered struggling. But in real life, I've always been thin. I know. You know what I mean? My friends get so, I'm like, I'm not in shape. They're like, dude, what yeah, the f-? I'm like, exactly. for me, for like, for, I don't for care. For modeling what, yeah. world. Yeah. Modeling world is different. Like you need to be almost perfection to be, you know, Yeah, good. You're, a, you're a model, like a yeah. fitness model. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So like after swim week, fuck no, I would go off the deep end. Like literally I probably gained 10 pounds in yeah. like a month after that. Yeah. 
and then not I would, a healthy way like, in a not just, healthy way because yeah. i would just like binge and just be like oh like, i'm so freaking hungry i'm just gonna eat whatever i want because yeah you know and it would just be this constant roller coaster kind of like my whole career like i'd gain weight and then i would lose weight and be in super good shape and then i'd be kind of like oh i can slack off and eat whatever i want right. and then i would go like up and down so my eating habits have honestly not been very good until i actually started like following just like a sustainable yeah. healthy eating yeah. and it's taken me almost my whole career to learn how to do that well it's that whole silly cliche of like it's not a diet it's a lifestyle yeah it's a lifestyle People exactly. like, what's what's the best workout routines like whatever you do whatever you mm-hmm. stick to mm-hmm. like because you you know you you go to the gym and you get in the shape you want to be in and you don't quit your membership like, yeah exactly. you keep going yeah. it doesn't yeah you know it's an everyday thing you, you might know? switch to a little bit more maintenance yeah but like I'm in the gym six days a week Same. and then I'm doing a lot of other shit too. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. Like today I did yoga, but it was just kind of like, you know, an off day, like yeah, just chilling. What's that called? Like active recovery? Active, yeah. There you go. Active yeah. recovery. Yeah. Today was a yoga active recovery day. So now that you're in this healthy space, healthy yeah. lifestyle, yeah. what is it? What does your eating look like? Um, very Besides healthy, cookies. like almost 2000 calories a day, which yeah. is super healthy. Yeah. And cookies. Um, but like for breakfast, same, I'll do oatmeal, like with protein mixing and some yeah. berries. Lunch, I'll do whatever I'm feeling, like a, some sort of a protein, a veggie, and oh, I love sweet potatoes, like yeah. obsessed. And then dinner, same thing, just normally like turkey. I like turkey a lot better than chicken, veggies, So just healthy potato, all around. Like healthy stuff, but then I also believe in cheat days and like eating what you want you know, like one day a week or something like that. Do you do so. like a one day cheat day? Uh, Not right now. Cause right now I'm kind of like on a strict program. Cause I'm trying to, me and my friend actually are doing like a four week challenge, like fitness challenge kind of mm-hmm. thing. So not now, but usually, yeah, once a week, I'll definitely have a cheat day. What happens on a cheat day? Chunky honeys. <laughs> Cause I, I tried cheat days, but I can cheat aggressively and it's well, like i'll undo a week's worth of yeah, work yeah see you can't do that you no. do like a meal no i can't i can't well, once see, once i start it yeah, doesn't I stop feel you. yeah that cheat days can't be challenging because yeah it's kind of like like almost like a drug like once you start like it's like oh fuck like i already fucked up might as well yeah. keep eating and you then know you get like I mean? the shame spiral and yeah so like i i just have like yeah little piece of like a peanut butter cup after dinner yeah. every night like yeah. i have like some but it's like 90% of the, what I eat is healthy. Yeah. And same. then 10% tastes good. And like, same. I just like, I need a little treat. Like, exactly. You know? I started, um, I never really tracked my macros before, but I got this cool app and I started tracking my macros because yeah. I had pretty like no idea, like how many calories I'm supposed to eat or if I was even getting close to that amount. And so when you track it, if I'm only up to like 1500, I'm like, Ooh, like yeah. I could actually eat something good. Cause I need to get 2000 calories a day. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it is, yeah, I do kind of try to eat. So that's where chunky honey's come in. Well, chunky honeys are like way, like they're pretty <laughs> chunky, you know, like, <laughs> have you even seen photos of them? I've seen, cause you just reignited the campaign. Like yeah. Your, your yeah. Account. I'm starting them back up yeah. again. They're not launched yet, but, um, these cookies are seven ounces and they're stuffed with just like, what? goodness like different flavors like i don't know i have like an oatmeal one with apple apple pie in the middle in the middle in the middle how do you get it in there oh you like kind of like have to get the dough and then like put like a tablespoon of filling and then ball it up around it yeah Yeah. how did this cookie making obsession come about i have always loved baking i love food so that's why like modeling is always or keeping my body perfect 
not perfect, but like, you know, and shape has always been a challenge because I love food. It's the one thing you never get tired of. No. I'll eat all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Same. But cookies, I've always loved cookies. In my family, I grew up baking since I could, maybe when I was seven. There we go. I've always been baking. And um, I just love cookies. Like cookies have always been my thing. And um, I just kind of decided like I want to start a cookie company and the I the name of it popped in my head honestly when I was drunk one night. It's a good name. Chunky honeys, like they're chunky yeah. honeys. Yeah. Seven ounce stuffed cookies, like they're so good. Seven ounce stuffed cookies. Are they like chewy? What's the texture? Yeah, they're chewy. Paint me a word picture. <laughs> oh, they're like chewy, dense, and like. Honestly, they're addicting. Like once you have like a bite, you yeah. cannot stop. Can you keep them in the house? Uh, right now, I actually do have them in the house, but I have to keep them in the freezer because, no, like once, I'm telling you, like once yeah. I start, like yeah. yesterday, I had one and I was like, okay, I'm just going to have like a bite. No. I freaking ate the whole thing. And I was like, fuck. I can't, I've, I've accepted that I can't, I can't have like a pack of Oreos no, in the house. No, Everything's no. a serving. Whatever, like yeah. a pizza is one yeah. serving. Like, yeah. A pint of ice cream is one serving. Like, there's exactly. no like, like, I'll put it away and be like, oh yeah, I'll leave it tomorrow. No. And then, like 10 minutes like, later, I'm like, nah. people can yeah. do that? I don't know. Like, oh, like, oh, let me just have like four cookies yeah. and then put it back and keep it in there. Not like, a chance. Doesn't happen. No. No. I have like zero self-control when if food is in the house. No. But you're able to do it for your swim week diet because you have yeah. like a, something you're working towards. Once I put my mind to something, I'm like freaking unstoppable. I could have chunky honeys in front of me and I will not touch them. Yeah. Like if I have a job coming up or if yeah. I know like, no, I'm on this four week program, like, you know, blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to touch them. But I go through phases. And that's, I like having like a deadline or something. Like I like the pressure. If of they're it. like, you need to be 180 pounds by two weeks. It's like, okay, I know exactly what yeah. to do. But since I'm not working towards swim week, it's mm-hmm. like, yeah. if I have pizza tonight, like I, I probably won't have a shirtless audition tomorrow. Right. Like, eh, right. and then it's like, well, I had pizza yesterday, and it's like, yeah. it's just like, it. But I've I've learned to tame tame that beast. Yeah, um, I have too because it doesn't make me feel good. You know, no, like I like, like I enjoy eating healthy because it makes me feel good. Yeah, and like, yeah, you just regret it in the morning. It's yeah, just, exactly. It's not you never feel good. You never like, oh yeah, I'm so happy I had that pizza. Yeah. You know, like, and you don't need it. It's not like no. I need the. Ca- There's been times where I'm like, I didn't eat enough today. My body's craving ice yeah. cream because like I need calories. Like, yeah, I've if you're done counting that. to 1500 or whatever. Yeah. But like you see, act like Christian Bale. You know, he'll show up to some set like 120 pounds. Right. Or Batman, he's 220 pounds. Yeah. Like that's interesting to me because it's like. It's your job. You have yeah. to lose that weight, yeah. and there's a goal. It's just like swim week. Yeah. Um, you are like trying to move towards TV stuff too. Mm-hmm. Acting. Yeah. Yeah. What's that like? I haven't started yet, but <laughs> my friend's been on my ass about taking acting classes. Uh, I like I said, the commercial classes were the first acting sort of thing that I did. Yeah. And I also grew up extremely shy. And acting has always been something that's on my mind and I've always wanted to do it, but I've always been too scared. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know, like the idea of getting up in front of people scares the shit out of me. Yeah. And so I took this acting class. It was like a four week class and you had to do some crazy shit and get up in front of people. And I actually, I was like, I'm either going to love it or hate it. Right. And I absolutely loved it. So do you not have a lot of experience with auditions? You have mostly did go sees or no? I have like now like since COVID everything's been 
self-tapes. Self-tapes, yeah. yeah. So I do have a lot of experience with auditions. But what yeah. about like going into audition rooms pre-COVID? Yeah. For commercials and stuff? Yeah, for commercials, yeah. And a lot of the modeling stuff too is yeah. like, it's same as crossover. like a commercial because, audition. So the second episode of this podcast, I think, was my friend Emily Valdez. She's like a, she was a big Wilhelmina e-com model, like did mm-hmm. really well at a young age. And then, you know, picked up NTA as like a commercial agent. And she didn't understand why she wasn't like booking these commercials because... Uh-huh. She was like an it girl. Yeah. And she like they send out her photo and they're like, We want Emily. Right. She didn't understand that like it, the face didn't matter. It's like the personality. Yeah. So like yeah. I think a lot of models struggle with learning that like you don't just walk in a room like, oh my God, like yeah. you're it. Like, yeah. You know? It actually is gonna take some talent. You yeah. know what I mean? Uh, and I yeah. think Allison Horn and Ross Lacey have a class available that's like commercial acting for models. Mm-hmm. So it's like t- training that out of, one. yeah. I didn't take that one. I actually took the advanced class because I have booked commercials before. I took that one before. too, the, the, oh, yeah. the commercial class, yeah. Yeah, it's really good. It's really good. Yeah. And then my instructor. Who was your teacher? Tom something. Oh, I don't know. But I've had him as like a in the room on a lot of auditions. Uh-huh. And he's and you, know, you get a little like, oh, buddy, what's up? Yeah, <laughs> like, you yeah, know? yeah. And I've seen him on a lot of commercials. He knows what he's doing. Yeah, all of them. I had a guy, my teacher was Reese. Rios, I don't know if you know him, but uh, he's an I've actor too. Him, yeah. And really good, like actor as well, like talented, books a ton of work. So I, I like, mean, it's okay. a smart move to work in casting because yeah. you, you get the behind the curtain. Like we don't know, like we do the audition, we walk away, and then yeah. maybe we get a callback, maybe we book it, maybe nothing happens. But you're like, what? Why? Yeah. Like, and you're trying to reverse engineer. And we yeah. were talking before we started recording about how. It's the auditions where you're like, there's no fucking way I'm going to book this that you Mm -hmm. book. You always do. And then the ones where I'm like, they're going to pick me that I don't get a callback. Yeah. And everyone has that experience. Yeah. It's so bizarre. There's some weird (laughs) things like that. Like, it's the universe working in weird ways. Yeah. Because, like, do you notice as well, like, if you have, like, a vacation or you need to book out, you always want to book book a job, book a vacation. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Like some things I'm just like, I don't understand it, but it, it, it's kind of like the law of attraction thing. Like when you stop focusing on it yep. and putting all this energy into like wanting something so bad, that's when you book it. Well, I think that's part of it is because when I walk into an audition where it's like, we're looking for a heavier set guy or uh-huh. like a guy with weird features, like no models. And I'm like, I'm a model. Like, yeah. I, like I'm sure, like, I think I look normal, but like, I don't know. And like, yeah. I just get... I'm just like, well, what? Like, I'll just go in and do whatever. Uh-huh. And I think they're kind of like, huh? Like that was that guy didn't seem to like be too attached to it. Yeah. Whereas yeah. if I walk in like, like this, this basically is a description of me. Like, mm-hmm. you're gonna book me. Mm-hmm. They're like, yeah, get out of here, guy. They're like sensitive yeah. or something. And yeah. I was I was just talking with a big, she's a talent agent at CAA, and she was saying some of the best actors she knows like, either they're financially stable already or they have something else going on. Mm-hmm. So when they go into the audition, they're just like. Eh, yeah. This would be fun. Yeah. But like also whatever. Yeah. And like think casting directors are like, we, yeah. what is that? Like yeah. you want the person who's like, hmm, you know, exactly. not too cool for school, but like take it or leave it. Yeah. You not know, the guy who's like kissing your ass. Yeah. Too, like, same with like dating. If someone's yeah. like all over. You're like, exactly. It's why? like, the, yeah. yeah, it's the same thing. Yeah, yeah. You don't want someone that people like the chase, you know, a little bit I mean? of a chase, like, a little mm-hmm. bit of a, like cheeky interest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know that whole like law of attraction thing and like. And that's why, like, you know, with my current representation, like, I keep getting sent into these roles I'm perfect for and I'm not mm-hmm. booking them hmm. because I'm not getting those random ones where I'm like, ugh, like, there's, why am I doing this? And then I'll book that job. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Interesting. What's your theory on it? I don't know. Yeah, you just can't, like, 
overthink it, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I've been having trouble booking. Com- I mean, well, I just signed with a new commercial agency. You're about to book so, a lot. Yeah, we're about to book a lot. Yeah. So let's put it to the test yeah. and see. And I'm just going to go in with that, you know, too cool, not co- too cool for school, but just kind of like chill. Take it or leave it. Yeah, take it or leave it. Yeah. Because we've got chunky honeys in the back, so we're good. So what's the plan with those? Um, Sell them frozen or? Hell no. Uh, They're going to be like made to order. (laughs) Yeah. Going to sell them on like Instagram, social media kind of a thing. Only in the LA area? No. Worldwide? Worldwide, you know. (laughs) Chunky honeys worldwide. Intergalactic. (laughs) Yes. Um, And just kind of start there. I'm still working on the recipes. I've been working on it for over a year. Really? Last summer I started it. Uh, cause modeling always slows down in the summer. So I had a lot of time to work on them. Modeling picked up. So I put it on pause. And so now I have more time to work on it cause it's slow again. Yeah. Um, but I'm planning to launch in maybe a month or two with 12 cookies, 12 flavors, 12 flavors Dang. and, um, start there. And then, I mean, eventually opening up like a shop would be really great. Yeah. So I'll, I'll be your first customer. I'll send you some. Fucking love cookies. I will like, and that's the plan too. I want to do like when I launch, send a bunch to like influencers. That's when they're gonna come in handy. Yeah. And have them like just for free, and just be like, hey, if you guys like the cookies, post about them. You yeah. Know, all the spread like the food word. eater blog. Yeah, people. food eaters, and yeah. you know. So I think that's the plan. What's your favorite cookie that's not a chunky honey? <laughs> uh. Uh. <laughs> like none. Yeah, I mean, my favorite is Chunky Honey. Okay, that's a good answer. We gotta talk about Chunky Honey. Yeah. Um, No, I always like, like, like just like a basic, like, chocolate chip. Yeah. It was always good. White uh, white chocolate macadamias are always good. Do you like Oreos? Oreos are really good, too. I recently had some Oreos that were, they're called the most stuff. You know, there's, like, double stuff, mega stuff. These are, like half an inch thick of stuffing yeah, of like the cream that sounds good. it's too much yeah i never thought there was an upper limit uh, of like cream to cookie ratio uh, <laughs> too much yeah yeah i would always take eat all of them and then like stack them up yeah you know, like all take off all the stuffing and like stack up like a big one yeah yeah oreos aren't it chunky honeys are better you gotta try them i'll, I'll try i mean i'll twist my arm <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'll make you sound. All right, so we know that at seven you were baking and walking, yeah. and you're still baking and walking. Yep, yep. <laughs> so thirty-seven. Oh God. What's up? Dream like, you know, dream scenario. Not win the lottery, but like, where do you want to be? Um, I would definitely like to be in some movies with okay. my acting. Um, Chunky Honey's obviously. <laughs> yeah. Launched. Um. Like, kind of just like the cliche, like, I'd love to be married, living in a beautiful house. In L.A.? In L.A. Yeah, and I, I love L.A. Do um, you love L.A.? I have ups and downs, honestly. Right. Like, there's some times where I'm like, fuck this, like, I... During COVID, I was like, I'm done. Need to leave. Oh, I wanted to leave so bad. Because it was, what am I paying for? Exactly. Like, why am I paying so much rent when I can't do anything? Yeah, yeah. Um, I was talking to someone yesterday and they're like oh you've been here for 10 years like do you love it and i was like i'm here like <laughs> yeah that's kind of my feeling too and people are like do you love it and i'm like eh. like it's one of those cities like you love it but you gotta leave and go on vacations you gotta get and out. then you miss it when you're gone and it also my philosophy is la has everything yeah all the good things all the bad things that's if you want distractions true. you can get into so much trouble here like yeah if yeah. you want mountains if you want ocean if you want like bougie restaurants if you want clubs if you want dive bars like it's all here yeah yeah. so like find your corner and make it work and it's kind of the same with 
modeling and acting, people are like, you know, you're still doing it. It's like, yeah, yeah I haven't like, yeah. I'm open to stopping, but like, it just yeah. hasn't, I haven't. Exactly. That's yeah. why I've been modeling for 14 years too. Cause I'm yeah. just like, it's been good. Like, yeah. I'm happy with it. And it's know? like, I don't know what else I can do right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Same. So like movies, what attracts you about movies? Um, like it being like yeah. wanting to be in movies. Um, I like the idea of kind of just becoming like a different character and being able to play that. Yeah. And I also love the challenge, like getting into commercials and even just taking this commercial class of having to like learn lines yeah. and become that. Cause that's just so much harder than you think. Like it's a lot of pressure, a lot of pressure and just like actually having to use your brain yeah and memorize things and put it all together and like be doing other things while you're like giving these lines like yeah. that's a lot harder than you think it would be yeah and it's funny because i since i started modeling um i've kind of done like 50 50 print and commercial mm -hmm. which is kind of rare people are usually either usually like commercial actors or models yeah and i've always kind of divided the line i don't know why that happened just because of my agencies i've had but I, I've really enjoyed commercials. I really enjoy uh -huh. print modeling for different reasons. But like, yeah, I think the idea of like that next challenge of something that's longer than a day, you yeah. know? Yeah. You know, like you do a commercial, you're kind of another character. You've yeah. got some lines, maybe yeah. you've got a fake wife, but it's not a week, two right. weeks, months of work of yeah. like research and whatnot. So I think that's attractive. And it's just like, that's the next evolution. Mm -hmm. So, but there's pros to modeling too and just being an anonymous like body yeah that's the thing that i don't like about it is it being gets, anonymous it it just gets too like um it can get really boring and you're not sometimes you just feel like a hanger like a clothing hanger like yeah. there's no really like you're very replaceable yeah and that's what i don't like about it like for e-commerce work where you oh, just yeah. shoot like the website stuff. I was working with a client for like two years every single day making a ton of money. Yeah. But I remember being so miserable. I would just come home. I'd want to sleep all day. Like your fingers are numb from like pulling changing, pants on. Like yeah. putting the buttons on your pants and stuff. Like your fingers are literally like blue from the jeans. Yeah. And it. And like you just feel like a clothing hanger, like it just didn't feel good. So you're gonna I like, like commercials if you do a lot more commercial work, because it's it's yeah. more you. Yeah, you're able to bring more of yourself. Exactly. You're not just yeah. like, oh, you're five ten and you have these measurements, yeah. and like you yeah. can get into a rhythm with a photographer. Like ecom's fun for a day. <laughs> I would never call it fun. <laughs> I mean, like I enjoy, like I do like I like ecom jobs because you get to know the team. You're not this like show up for a day, yeah. meet the people, then never see them again, follow true, them on Instagram true. forever. Yeah. Um, and if it's a good rhythm, if they're not like too fast with the changes, like- Well, see, mine was literally, we were shooting like 140 looks a day. 140? 140. Like, you, like you're like a robot. You go Dude. change as fast as you can, boom, yeah. boom, boom, like front, And they're back, alternating inside, models, so like you're change. always no, shooting. No, it was just you on set. Holy shit. Well, they had like 10 different studios and yeah. you're shooting just nonstop. Nonstop. What was the client? Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, because like my last e-com job was last week or whatever, and it was me and another guy, and we were doing suits, which takes some time to put on. Yeah. And like while he was shooting, I would sit. Then like when he was about to be finished up, they'd get me changed. So yeah, there was like downtime, and, nice. and like yeah. they were not in a rush, and it was really nice. But like I said, like after two days of that, you're like, okay, I know these poses, like this Rolodex of poses, so well mm -hmm. that like 
you do kind of feel like a trained monkey. You feel like a robot. Yeah. When you, I was doing that shit for like two years nonstop, it's literally just like pose, pose, pose. Okay, next yep. like change. Side, back. Okay, details. Miserable. Got it. Yeah. 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 And then yeah, you're racing to change your clothes. And yeah. That's that's not it. I like no. the creativity and like Same. commercials and print like you know location shoots. Every day is different. Mm-hmm. You that's never know. what I love about it. Yeah. yeah. It's not a nine to five at all. It's yeah. Meeting new people is great. Yeah. Location shoots are great. And I mean, you've been in LA for a while now. You've, you know, the celebrity world is like available to people. If you move to LA and you want to get into the celebrity world, it's like available. Mm-hmm. Does that attract you? Because like there's this, no. there's this trade off to be an actor. Like you, you become a public person. Yeah. And tabloids and, you know, all that stuff. Like that's a real consideration. Like, I don't think yeah. people can, people want to be famous so bad, but it's like, it's not. It, I would never chase the fame. Yeah. That, that that does not sound appealing to me. Like, but you like can't... the success and the fame can go hand in hand. Yeah. And there are people who stay out of the the bullshit mm-hmm. limelight. Mm-hmm. But like you know, you have to you have to be a public person at some point. Yeah. But yeah, the closer I've gotten to it, the more I've realized like, ugh, yeah, not tight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. But. Because of the way our industry's gone and the way the rates have changed mm-hmm. and the saturation of the market, like to get into that next level, where, like house in the pool and the kids, like you kind of have to do that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's true. It's a trade off. Yeah, it's a trade off. I'm fine with it. But I, I also think just the way when I was talking about like how there's a million bands versus 20,000 mm-hmm. bands, like it's the same with actors. There's so many shows where like exactly. you could be the hit guy on some like Yellowstone and like, I'm like, oh my God, it's that. And you'd be like, who the fuck is that? Like, exactly. And it's like, you can be famous in your own little world, exactly. which like, is that's cooler. Cool. Like, yeah. exactly. Like, I'm good with like making a decent living acting yeah. and just minding my own business. Yeah. You know what I mean? The days of like the Tom Cruises and the Brad Pitts are yeah. like, that's pretty rare these yeah. days. Yeah. And you have like Chris Pratt and those, but it's like, I just saw the new Jurassic Park and I was like, all right, Chris Pratt, like we've seen, <laughs> we've seen enough of you. Like, How many Jurassic Parks has there been? so had? many. Or like The Rock. It's like he's the yeah. hardest working man in Hollywood. It's like, dude, you're everywhere. Like, yeah. chill. Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. What is your deal? I don't, I've never been a fan, but. No? Mm. He's, he's just so big. Yeah, he's just like, <laughs> and I don't find him very funny. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I just never been a fan. I mean, he's cool, but just never. Been I mean, a fan. I, I totally admire his trajectory, and like, he, there's this new movie, superhero movie coming out, Black Adam. Like, yeah, play a superhero. It makes yeah, sense. Yeah. But I saw the like Jungle Crew. He's like this riverboat captain. I'm like, you're the <laughs> you're the most enormous man. Like, he, it just doesn't it doesn't make sense to me. How big is he? I saw him at the gym one time. Oh, are you going us? No, at Gold oh. Gym in Venice. Oh. Long time ago. He's enormous. Yeah. He's it's preposterous how big he is. He's yeah. an action figure. Yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah. No but all those guys are now. Like Chris Hemsworth, all the superheroes. Oh, they're massive. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be fun to be that big though. Just like Really? Yeah. No. That's not a good look. Uh-uh. And you got to be do you think they for sure probably take steroids. 1000%. Yeah. Like why wouldn't they? Yeah. You can also there's ways to tell visually. Oh really? Yeah. Wow. Certain like, so like the the trap muscle up here when mm-hmm. it's like rounded, mm-hmm. like that's a that muscle group is like really receptive to extra testosterone. Oh, so I it see. develops like uh-huh. it's called cap delts. Uh-huh. Um, there's just a certain look about people's like the muscles under their skin that you're like not hundred percent. But like they're not being tested. 
Why wouldn't you? That's true. Maybe, I don't know. If I'm they sure girls cared do about too. Why like Natalie Portman just got jacked that? for the new Thor. Really? She probably did steroids. Ugh. If you have a doctor doing it, like no harm. There's harm. I want to do it. Yeah, you would. Side effects and stuff like that. No side effects. <laughs> Not at all. It's perfectly healthy. There's no reason why they're illegal. <laughs> it's great. No. I mean, chunky honeys, steroids, same shit. Same thing. You yeah. can bulk up on chunky honeys. Oh, dirty bulk on chunky honeys? Yeah. yeah. I've done that before. They're like, just get calories in. You're like, cool. Oh, God. Yeah. That does not sound fun. Well, that's the fun part about the gym is like when you start putting on muscle and like your weights keep going up on your lifts, yeah. like that's addictive. Yeah. And I hit a point where they're like, you're too big. Really? It just wasn't. I was like muscle guy. Ah. Uh, and the client, like regular yeah. clients, lifestyle clients are like, we, you're, yeah. like, you look weird. Yeah. LA, they want you more. Yeah. Just kind of like in shape, but not like in shape. Super big. Like take your shirt off. You have abs. Yeah. But like put a sweater on just a guy right sweet spot yeah true it's difficult for girls though yeah i don't know yeah they don't they don't want you muscular not muscular and then it's like cur- i think it's just be whatever makes you feel good yeah that's what i've come to find out like being older <laughs> like yeah. you know, not old but older yeah, like, like no that. like i'm like i don't give a fuck like i'm just gonna be Whatever size I feel comfortable yeah. and healthy, that's what I care about. Yeah. I mean, coming out of COVID, I was not in the best shape. And I started going back into auditions. And I was, like, complaining to some friends. I was like, I'm so out of shape. They're like, dude, you look great. And I was yeah. like, yeah, but, like, when I walk into a room, this, like, I just don't, can't own myself yeah. as much. Yeah. And I know that, like, my standard is – I don't hold anyone to my standard because it's right. a professional standard. Yeah. But, like, there's a point where I feel good. There's a point, like – and then, like, like with you, a swim week, there's a point that's, like, unsustainable. Exactly. Where your body fat's 4%, and you're just yeah. like, yeah. I'm dying. Yeah, you're literally <laughs> like, dying. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, literally. but I mean, you're not healthy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I feel healthy now. I'm, like, a solid four. Yeah. Feel great. I don't understand girl sizes at all, so you look great. You're good. <laughs> you feel know, good. Small, that's what matters. Medium, I don't know. Yeah, I feel yeah. good. Well, this has been a great conversation. It has been. Lovely rooftop. Um, Thank you. What are your parting words of wisdom for our listeners? We've covered a lot of bases. Parting words of wisdom? If you could just give people like one sentence about anything. Life, modeling, cookies. I would say, oh gosh, I'm not good at this stuff. What um, would you tell yourself? I don't know. I, honestly, what I would tell myself, the biggest lesson is cheesy as it sounds is just to be yourself. Yeah. Like let like don't care about what other people think about you and just be yourself. How do you do that though? By not giving a shit. But it's like so coming hard. I know, it's hard as With hell. With Instagram and comparing and comparing is terrible. Um just kind of being confident and like working on your self esteem. I think uh self esteem is the hardest thing to be comfortable and have and um it's kind of an everyday process to get to that point. Like, yeah. I'm still working on it and I think that's like kind of like my everyday mantra that I try to live by. Be yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Be yourself. What about you? What would I tell myself? Mm-hmm. Uh, there's no rush. Ah, that's a good one. You know, people are always like, you know, if my 15 year old self could see me now, it's like, what would they think? It's like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, I think my expectations were insane. Yeah. You know, yeah. I had when I was in college, like I had this like weird desire to be an actor Mm-hmm. for no reason because I was from Missouri and like mm-hmm. I was in college my friend was like you should just move to LA for a year and make it happen and I was mm-hmm. like that sounds reasonable but that's 
impossible. Like if you make it as an actor in a year, like something something went wrong. Like yeah. you don't deserve that whatever happened and yeah. you're probably going to blow it. Yeah. So I think my expectations of like how much money I'd make or how much whatever I'd have by now were probably super unrealistic. Mm. And it's like you know, it's like my camp counselor used to say, happiness isn't a destination, it's a way to travel. Like, it's true. Dude, if you can enjoy the ride, like, that's all that matters because the, what the, what you get from it, that's it's just so a moving true. target, you yeah. know? Yeah. Just like take it, slow down. Yeah. Like be, it's like when people get additions put on their house, like it's going to take three times longer and cost twice as much money. Like it's the mm-hmm. same with life. Like mm-hmm. it's going to take way longer than you think. That's very true. So that's what I would say. Yeah. So good. be yourself and chill out. That's very true. I love it. Thank you for doing this. Thank you very much. All right. I'll see you at the gym soon. Okay. All right. Yoga. Bye, kids. Bye.